welcome back to Batu Banter. I'm Steph. And I'm Corey. And this is what's new in Star Wars. So we recently just got the trailers for Mandalorian Season 3, Tales of the Jedi, and we also got the final Andor trailer. I do think Tales of the Jedi and Mandalorian Season 3 were at Star Wars Day, though. Like, they all got to see those trailers, but now they're out to the public. And was that, like, was that, like, the Disney Plus, like, release day? Because they released yeah. a bunch of Marvel stuff as well. Yes, did they? Mm. I didn't pay attention to the Marvel Me stuff. <laughs> my Twitter was just bombarded with Star Wars I saw Wars so stuff. much Star Wars. Yeah, me too. I only knew when it was, like, hashtag Disney Plus day or something like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, makes sense. Is there one thing I find hilarious about Twitter? Like, as soon as you start liking certain things, that's all that pops up on your timeline. So, obviously, mine is all Star Wars. And, and a F1. Lot of, yeah, a lot of F1. <laughs> And a lot of um, House of the Dragon now, oh, and yeah. Lord of the Rings, like all the nerdy things that I love. But because I tweeted about meeting Sean Mendes <laughs> two weekends ago, all I get is Sean Mendes stuff now. That's really cool, though. Well, that, yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. I was just like, hello. <laughs> so awkward. But nice guy. Yeah. Very cute in person. Like he's a very good looking guy. Looks like his pictures. He looks exactly like his pictures. Good for him. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyways, I got distracted there uh so mandalorian season three trailer it starts with the armor reminding us that din is no longer mandalorian because he removed his helmet and he needs to go to the living waters in the mines of mandalore to atone um that's interesting to me (laughs) i also like that she calls him and grogu a clan of two like i think that's just so cute that is cute and um the only thing i saw from it was that they started off like they kind of gave like a recap of everything yes yeah and, and like that's when they camp. did her, her monologue talking yeah. about how she's no, he's no longer a Mandalorian. Yes. And there's lots of shots of him in what looks like wet caves. So maybe he's actually taking, taking this seriously. He's going down there with Grogu to uh, atone for showing his face. Gross. <laughs> I hope that he gets over the whole cult Mandalorian thing because there are other forms of Mandalorians. And like... Buddy, you love your kid, and yeah. you took your helmet off already. You might as well just be like, all right. We'll send it. We're, we're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, there's a shot of Bo-Katan on the throne of Mandalore in the city of Sundari. So uh, she's obviously going to play a huge role this season, and I'm really ready for it. Like, I don't know if she's going to be a protagonist or the main antagonist. I think she's going to be an antagonist. I think so, too. And I think that's what the fans want. Like, I feel like she's. it's almost going to be one of those things where we end up liking her so much that you don't really know who you're rooting for. Like, I feel like that's what they're kind of going for because so many people love Bo-Katan. I don't trust her. I think like she's, a, like Loki she's shady. Yeah, she, like, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's shady. Like, And she was in Clone Wars, but I don't know. It's going to be really cool to see. It, like, Because Din has the Darksaber. The Darksaber was not mentioned in this trailer at all. So, like, I, I what I think is going to end up happening is that Din is going to be the one who unites all the Mandalorians to Mandalore. Um... But I don't know. I don't know because he almost... Din also gives me kind of Jon Snow, I don't want it vibes. Yeah. Like, because he has a dark saber and he's like, here, take it. Take, take it. it. Just just take it from me. Just and she's it. like, that's not how it works, which is unfortunate for him. But I don't, like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. And like we were predicting too throughout other podcast episodes or after we watched season two of Mandalorian, we both thought that... The only thing that he can do is bring, like, restore Mandalore, right? Like, then, then the trailer basically confirmed that that's what's going to be happening. So, I'm excited about this. I wonder, there's also a shot to, like, we see Navarro, and it looks like it's getting nicer and nicer, which it has been each season. So, obviously, Grief Cargo is doing something, right? 
even without Cara Dune. <laughs> yeah, a, did, she's just gone. I don't know. I don't. She's not mentioned. I yeah. feel like they're just gonna just be like, don't know. Yeah, I was wondering like, are they gonna kill her off? Are they gonna like I think talk she's about just her gonna in be passing? An unmentionable. <laughs> she's just not not gonna be involved. Uh, the shot. There's also a cool shot of the Mandalorians and the dropship, and they just fell down. It looks like they're attacking Navarro, but it looks like there's also a gang of other creatures. One of them look like um, a Trandoshan that are coming, and maybe they're gonna cause like grief in Navarro. And Din goes out and collects a merry band of Mandos to come back with him, and they all just live cause shit. Mandalorian after. Yeah, I hope so. Like they just like take out the bad guys, and then we'll see what happens. Maybe they all gang together and go back to. Mandalorian. I was like Mandalorian or Mando. It's a hard <laughs> word to like. It's a tongue twister. Oh my god. I wonder if Boba Fett's gonna make an appearance here, because I mean, like, Din Din got two episodes in his show. He needs to be in this show too. I was gonna say we got a lot of Mandalorian in the book of Boba yeah. Fett, so I'm sure that we'll see Boba Fett in the Mandalorian season three. I also like. I wonder if they intentionally did that because they were just like, oh, we probably should have added more into season two that we didn't. But just to make season three easier and we can start it off exactly where we want to start it while just shoving these two episodes in Book of Boba and Presto. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you know what, we'll just we'll just make it kind of about Boba Fett. <laughs> kind of. It's a Boba Fett show, but he's on the side. <laughs> he's on the side. I do hope he's in Mandalorian. Um, the shots of Din and Grogu in the Starfighter are so cute. And it looks like there's a lot of ships, like a lot of ship fights. Like I'm still obsessed with that Starfighter. Uh, at one point, I don't know if you noticed, but he has R5, the astromech, in his ship. So Peli must have given him that from... Oh, yeah, from Peli. Did you... Okay, I did not know this. I did not know this. Did you know that that droid was who blew himself up so that R2 could go with Luke? No, I didn't know that. I did not know that. I thought that droid, like, died-died. But he did not die-die, apparently. Look at him. He's... he's what, a, what a lad. He's now... <laughs> one for the boys. <laughs> he's now part of this like, good, for him. good for him like we thought he was just no kill yourself and then nope here he is i thought he was java parts like i yeah, thought no, literally yeah but look, they look at scrap him. he's like aren't you i'm doing just as good as you buddy you're <laughs> welcome play. by the <laughs> way play in this game. yeah i am now helping um I, how, this is just like a side note how often do you think we're gonna go back to tattooing this season sorry i didn't hear you how often do you think we're gonna go back to tattooing this season yeah a lot <laughs> I think that Tatooine is like the main Star Wars. They're just obsessed, like absolutely obsessed. Where is like where's original Tatooine on actual Earth? Uh, Tunisia. Yes, that is where they went. That's hot too. (laughs) That's a a hot place. (laughs) Now at least we have like special effects. Like it's probably (laughs) it's probably not real. Have to go to the desert. Uh, There's also a little Babu Freak alien, an Enzelin. I'm excited about this. I hope it's actually Babu Freak. I don't know if it would be. I doubt it, unless all of those aliens are just little mechanics. I don't know. Oh, maybe. But if he just walks out and goes, hey, hey, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> maybe they all just talk like that, too. I, oh, my God, I hope so. Imagine um, everybody on Naboo talk like Jar Jar Binks. That would be, oh, my God. I would never visit. They have a nice little place, too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> or they did. I don't know if they rebuilt it after it was destroyed, but... Who knows? Also, I have another question too. Do you think that there are still going to be bounties on Grogu? Like, do you think that people are still going to be searching for him? Yeah, I would assume, but I don't know because we do see Dr. Pershing 
but we like is he on our side now or is he on the bad guy side still like we know that Moff Gideon is arrested and is in jail but is Dr. Pershing going to break him out somehow like I don't know what's going to happen but he also kind of seemed like a good guy like he seemed like he didn't want to hurt Grogu he was just like this is my job but I, I don't know I feel like if one part oh my god I can't talk right now I feel like if somebody knows that there's a new Jedi yeah. then like other people probably know yeah I don't like I'm very interested to see because Palpatine has to return somehow and we need to get this cloning shit together. So <laughs> That's literally the exact wording. Somehow Palpatine does need to return. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, so like I said, I'm assuming that this season is going to be about him getting a hold of Mandalore and getting the Mandalorians together. Um, and he's not going to be going on bounty hunts, I'm assuming, because his starfighter is a little too small to carry bounty around with him. Like it barely fits him and Grogu. Shove him in a little hole with Grogu, and <laughs> Grogu can sit on Din's lap. Oh yeah, that's cute. Um, I hope that we find out more about uh, Grogu too, like because we do know that he was there for Order sixty six. Yes, yeah. So hopefully we get to find out his actually exact origins. Yeah, and who saved him? Yeah, like, there's so many different theories about who saved him. Did Yoda so... have sex? Like that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Did Yoda get down? <laughs> Yoda and Yaddle. Good for them. Breaking the Jedi code. Good it was for two them. of them, so it was two negatives and made a positive. <laughs> so cancel each other out. If we're both Jedi, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> Fucking Anakin just breaking all the rules. Not these guys. This is different. Exactly. <laughs> I can't. I wonder if they can hear your nails. I was wondering the, that too. Mic, how clippity how clippity good clop. is this mic? Oh, you're good, Kay. She's like, fine, I'll sit. If uh, yeah, so if Din does try to get the Mandalorians on his side, we already know that the armor won't be on his side because she doesn't believe that he is a Mandalorian, and I highly doubt that Bogatan's going to be on his side either because she also wants to be the ruler of Mandalore. Mandalore, and in her mind, the only way to be the ruler is to have the black. The saber. black, <laughs> the dark saber, and Mando has it, and the only way to get it is to fight for it. So, like, is she gonna try and attack him? Maybe she's just gonna send like people the entire season to attack him. Yeah, that's gonna be the bounty. Yeah, <laughs> like we know they team up at some point, like based on the trailer. But I'm just really interested to see what happens because there's so many different things that could happen. Um, I don't, I, but I don't know. So. It was originally supposed to be released in February of 2023, but now it's just saying that it's going to be released in 2023. I hate it when they do that. I know. But I'm assuming that they're having a hard time with certain things because Bad Batch was supposed to be this month and now it's not until December, I don't think. Like, they keep changing the timelines of things, so maybe they're just like, instead of telling you exactly what's going to be, we're just going to be very vague about it and then yeah. we'll tell you what we know. And, like, that doesn't bother me. I'd rather you make the show as great as you possibly can and postpone it than doing what cyberpunk did and then just throw out something that's not ready for the world and then just regret it and have constant glitches not that you glitch a tv show but you know what i, I know to what say. you mean <laughs> um apparently the visual effects people at disney are like understaffed and overworked so they're having a that doesn't time surprise me up. at all like look at all the marvel shit they're just pumping out and all the star wars content shit they're content out. content yeah. Give these people a raise and a break. <laughs> Please, they won't. They'll just pump them full of Adderall. <laughs> Get shit done. That, they're oh. on that Jeff Bezos union where they're <laughs> peeing in bottles. 
What a man that guy is. Eh? Wow, what a guy. What a guy. Totally support Amazon. Oh, that sucks. I support Lord of the Rings. Amazon. Never mind. Never mind. He doesn't own Amazon anymore. It's different now. Right? He doesn't own it. Uh, he probably still has stocks. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. Uh, Tales of the Jedi. I am so excited about this one. I love Star Wars cartoons, and I'm hoping this gets people into Star Wars cartoons. Um, so it's released October 6th, or 26th, sorry, not 6th, October oh, 26th. Soon. Very soon. The closest is Andor, though. That's like two weeks from now. Or next week. Uh, my dates are all weird. Um, so yeah, so it looks like there's going to be... It's all released at the same time. So it's six episodes, so we don't have to wait, which is nice. Three episodes are going to be about Ahsoka, and three are going to be about Dooku. Obviously, I'm so excited about the Ahsoka content. I'm... I love her. She's my favorite. So the first episode looks like we're going to see her as a, as a wee baby and her family realizing that she's a force sensitive. So I'm hoping that means that we're going to get some Plo Koon content because that's who comes and brings her to the Jedi. That's Temple. who comes and makes her a child soldier. Yeah. I love Plo Koon, but man. I know. the whole con- like Jedi order. The concept, like, I'm excited to see, like, like... Ahsoka and her origin, but also, ooh. <laughs> That's if, wrong. That is not okay, but also give me more of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we, we are conflicted. Um, the second story looks like it's going to be her training with, uh, it's gonna, and her training with Anakin, and there's the clones. You see Captain Rex, and again, we're Captain Rex content, and Anakin content. I'm so excited. Um, and it looks like, based on the trailer, he teaches her the exact move that she uses to avoid dying in Order 66. It's like that big flippy move. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool to see in the trailer. I definitely feel like every Clone Wars fan, myself included, were, did that like Leo thing where they point at the TV and they're just freaking out. I did that. <laughs> I'm really excited about the third story too because it looks like it's the story from the book Ahsoka that we talked about where she uh, defeats the Inquisitor by blowing up its crystals and like she purifies them and that's the crystals that she uses to put in her own lightsabers so it would be actually really neat to see if we see her actually purifying the crystals and making the sabers also there was a shot of padme like the funeral scene for padme like did not need to see that and she's just standing in the background like i I didn't need to see that that's just (laughs) thanks (laughs) thanks now i'm emotionally distressed it's like a spectrum of emotion because you get so happy and then you're like oh Right. <laughs> Tugging on my heartstrings now. Okay. <laughs> Brutal. Bail Organa is also going to be in it too, which is exciting because he's really important in her life because of Rebels. And they have, yeah. So that's... He's a badass bitch. He is great. Um, <laughs> so the Dooku ones. I'm also really excited about the Dooku one because we don't know much about Dooku when he was a Jedi. Unless you've read some of the books. I've only read one. But like it, it'll be really interesting to watch his like change of heart because he was a Jedi and then he's just like now nah, this shit's wrong and I don't think he's wrong <laughs> I don't want to be a Jedi I want to be an anti-Jedi which is like again don't two don't negatives make a, a positive yeah, I don't want to be a Sith but I don't want to be a Jedi yeah I just want to be force sensitive <laughs> <laughs> just vibing just vibe um, Doku's like I just want to vibe guys <laughs> let me live uh, yeah, so we're going to get three... It looks like we're getting three different ages of Dooku. 
so it looks like there's gonna be an episode where he's on a mission with Qui-Gon and he gets frustrated and he chooses violence like you see him pull out his lightsaber and he force chokes someone and he pushes Qui-Gon back so that's gonna be cool uh, there looks like there's another story with him and Mace Windu and they are fighting droids and some other people I don't know who the people are but uh, it looks like he takes things too far and Windu has to tell him to, to calm down sounds like a classic Sith yes and I don't know if you saw this in the trailer, but I want to talk to you about it. Uh, so it kind of looks like the last story he might kill Yaddle. So there's like a whole story where it's just him and Yaddle and they start fighting. But so, Yeah, so I'm very interested to know if this is how Yaddle ends up just disappearing. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'm happy that they made I'm happy that they brought Yaddle into it because I'm, I'm sure be. that the Google search for Yaddle like skyrocketed when baby Yoda first yeah, appeared, oh when yeah. Grogu first appeared. Like they were We should look into the stats for that. I don't know how to do that. Probably yeah, I can look into it after. Probably people were like, Baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Oh my goodness, yeah. So I'm really interested to see if that's what ends up happening to her because we, we don't know. She just kind of all of a sudden is not there in the movies. Yeah. And she was looking... She appeared and then she was just gone. Literally like a flash. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So maybe after this, like maybe he does kill her and that's when he decides to bleed his crystals and turn them red. And he decides to just peace out and go find Palpatine. Because at the end of the trailer, it looks like he flies that same place where he flew to go see Palpatine in the prequel movies. So I don't know. But isn't Yaddle alive in episode one? Yeah, but... Oh, good point. Yeah. Okay, but maybe this takes place... Oh, no, because he would be... He would already be... But maybe assist. maybe he has already left at this point. That's what I... That's what he So maybe he's already left and he came back and... Just, just to get Yaddle. Wow. Poor, what, did, what the fuck did Yaddle do? I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yaddle. Maybe he found out that there's Grogu. Maybe. <laughs> and he's mad that his master lied to him about having a child. This could all be true. I don't. I don't know. We will see. And then we got the final trailer for Andor. I really feel like this trailer didn't give us much new information because well, we already kind of know what the show is about and you don't want to give it all away, right? Um, but it starts with Ca uh, Cassian's line from Rogue One about doing terrible things for the rebellion, which confirms what we were also talking about. The series was going to be about him. Like, we see his transition and the things that he did. Um, yeah, like, at one point in the trailer, we see him pull out a blaster and shoot someone in the head. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, though. Um, Mon Mothma is part of the Senate and looks like she's slowly losing hope. So I find that kind of interesting because we know from Revenge of the Sith that Padme said to Bail and to her just to continue, like to keep their heads down and play the good politician role while on the side working on the rebellion that they're starting. So it'll be interesting to see the transition in Mothma from being that quiet politician to being like, okay, you know, we need to go and actually branch off and do our thing because this is just not working. Oh, yeah. Um, because her and Bale, like, worked together on mm -hmm. the Rebellion. Like, Bale, like, funded a lot of it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Mon Mothma was the first person to actually create, like, talk about creating. I believe like, so. Yeah. Uh, Lucian Rail says the time has come to force the Empire's hand. And she replies, but at what cost? So it's interesting to see, like, it's going to be interesting to see just how she plays into all of this. And how they go about going from this pocket to the Rebellion. So I'm, ex I'm excited about this show. I'm really excited about this show. 
And then there's that one really cool female officer, Imperial officer. She looks badass. There's a lot of cool looking women in this show. Like the trailer makes the women seem really intense. And I'm really excited for that. Star Wars is definitely like up their game in like female characters for sure. Yeah. Like they've always had like the strong female character. Obviously we had Leia, but now it's like a lot of female characters. Yeah. Popping out that's good. That's really nice. Yeah. We like that. Uh, so these are just random other things. Um, Aman Esfandi, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, will play Ezra Miller, which I thought we had already confirmed who was playing Ezra Miller, and that's not the name that I knew of, but I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, Andor is set to release on the 21st, and we're getting three episodes, which like lots of people are happy about. I am not, mainly because I don't think I can watch all three episodes before work. <laughs> I know, and then you're going to log on to Twitter, and you're just going to ruin it. I'm just going to stay off all day. I'm just going to watch what that, I can in the morning, and then when I get back home at night, I'll watch the rest. But That's what I have to do, too. Oh, I'm not seeing spoilers. Uh, this is kind of cool. The Ender creators built an entire outdoor city for the set. They actually have, like, three to five blocks that they built themselves, which is, I think that's kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, Ryan Johnson recently said that he still wants to make a trilogy, and that he has been talking to Kathleen Kennedy. It's a matter of scheduling, apparently. Um... That's not what Kathleen said. She said no more trilogy. <laughs> I was going to say, um, Kathleen we're, was like, no thanks. We were upset about this, so I don't know, Ryan. Are you sure? Uh, John Boyega also recently said he will never go back to Star Wars. And quite frankly, I do not blame him at all. I don't blame him. And I think that that's a common experience with people of color when they join yeah. the Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame that him sucks. at all. That sucks. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, Oscar Isaac said he'd come back, which is great. I'd love to see more Poe stuff, but yeah, I'm sad about uh, John Boyega. That sucks. Uh, Visions 2 will have artists from Africa, Chile, England, Ireland, France, and India. So I think that's kind of cool. Lucasfilm has three new trademarks. The Great Circle, the Galactic Circle, and the Circle of Resistance. So does this mean new projects? Like, what does this mean? I wonder if it's, like, new content mm-hmm. or like new titles yeah or like exhibits and stuff because like yeah. they they have obviously like um the planet of batu batu for disney <laughs> and apparently disney world like as a business is having a tough time keeping up with harry potter world so uh, I, yeah because i guess when universal opened harry potter world like a they're they notice like a decrease in oh ticket God, sales have you been to yes, yes we have. both we went the same we always talk about this yes yes, yes. So um, they're trying to do more immersive experiences they for fans. They really that should. That Hagrid's roller coaster ride was the best roller coaster I've ever been on in my life. Just saying. Uh, Tarkin is rumored to appear in Andor, which I love. I saw it on Twitter. So I was laughing so hard. Someone tweeted about this, and someone commented, "Not CGI, I hope." Like, honey, he's he's tread dead. <laughs> Even if he wasn't. Oh, that poor man. He'd look worse than Palpatine. <laughs> Not what? CGI, I hope. Okay, what are we doing then? <laughs> stick man? If we, if we cast a new actor, you're also going to hate that. What do you mean, not CGI? <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Use a dummy and just be like, sorry. You guys complained about Puppet Yoda, but like, this is all we can do. I don't like, no CGI. That's just going to be like a picture of him, just like employee of the month, like every single month, and that's what the cameo is. <laughs> stick with his picture taped on it and they're like oh, how do we fix it we can't no cgi the fans don't like it fans don't like the cgi no. they also don't like the recasting i'm crying like what what do you mean no cgi oh my gosh um 
Tego Atiti's is direct, has apparently directed a few episodes of Mandalorian season three, which I'm really excited about. Also, I don't know if you heard about this, but on the set of Thor, he told Natalie Portman that she should be in Star Wars. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was just joking though, or if he was serious. No, apparently he literally forgot. That's actually so funny. I was watching. I love him. He's so chaotic, and he's with Rita Ora. And didn't they get married? Yeah, they're they are they are chaotic energy. It's like I want to hang out with them, but he literally said, "Oh yeah, I just totally forgot that like That's the prequels were a thing." So funny! Oh my god, like, burn! He, he remembered that they were a thing, but like he didn't really. But like, she was in them. That yeah. She was in them. Hey, uh, I recently started watching what we do in the shadows, the TV show. <gasps> it's the best. So good. Colin Robinson. Oh, Guillermo is my favorite character. I love Guillermo. That's the best TV show. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Uh, and there's a rumor that Millie Bobby Brown has been in talks for a Star Wars project, and I am still praying that she gets casted as a young Padme. I think that would be the coolest thing ever. That would be good. But I don't know if that's going to happen. But we'll see. She'd be great in Star Wars. She's great. Great little actress. <laughs> she's not little. She's 18 now. Oh, still, yeah. that's little. <laughs> that's little. So now we're going to talk about the Kenobi series. So just a, a quick recap over episodes one and two. Um, in episodes one, we really see like Kenobi as a man rather than a Jedi. So he's on Tatooine, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're back to the sand planet. Living in isolation and working. It kind of looks like a repetitive like a, like a meat farm yeah, yeah. that's what i kind of liked about the first two episodes and i think it bothered a lot of people but we're just seeing how monotonous his life is right now like the guy he has no hope like he's yeah. not happy he's just living nine to five i literally was going to say like how i we live i was gonna say it was like a nine to five but i was like oh that's my life <laughs> i literally, I literally was gonna be like uh and, and my we, life's monotonous it's fine it's fine i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> Look this how is, happy I am! <laughs> this is fine! This is what happy people do! Okay, sorry, Kenobi. And we also get the live action Inquisitors, which is cool. So oh, we get yes. to see the Grand Inquisitor, the fifth brother, and the third sister. Love it. And uh, Reva, who appears to be the antagonist, who is also like a little spitfire. She's crazy. I love her. Me too. And I like that she, right away, we find out that she wants to track down Kenobi. Mm hmm. So we also are introduced to, I'm going to say a new Jedi or a Force-sensitive person named Nari. So he actually served on the Jedi Order as a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And that's who the Inquisitors are down on Tatooine to originally hunt. It has nothing to do with Obi-Wan, Reva's okay. just... So do you remember we were talking about the trailer and I was like, I don't think the Inquisitors are going to Tatooine originally for yeah. Kenobi. Because I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense because if they went there for Kenobi, Kenobi would either be caught dead or he would not have gone back to Tatooine. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, I like that. You, so you were right. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Happens sometimes. <laughs> and right away we see that Reva's aggression and um, lack of planning are kind of her downfall. Like she kind of reminds me of Anakin. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like a mirrored image of Anakin. And then because of her, I'm going to say like, inability to prepare... Nari gets away and the Inquisitors are kind of left empty-handed. Yes. With their dick in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? There was a meme on Twitter and it was uh, the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor talking to the barkeep and he's just like grilling it with questions. He's, he's I think he says like, do you... Something about do you know the Jedi or something like that. And he looks at me and the meme said, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> That's so good. It is quite funny. And we also see um, 
Uncle Owen because Reva is threatening to kill him and his family if no one speaks up about the whereabouts of these Jedi. So we now cut across to Alderaan where we see Leia. Oh, little Leia. And she's using a body double. Does that seem familiar? <laughs> and I lied before I spread false news. Uh-oh. Her robot Lola was not named after Carrie Fisher's pet bird. Oh. I just believed what I read on the internet. Internet eh? And I had to do some deep diving that the bird's real name was Benny Carl. That's even better. I agree. Benny Carl. Imagine Benny Carl was the name of Lola. Come here, Benny Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Carl. That doesn't roll off your tongue for a pet name, though. No. And we're also introduced now to Bale and Riha, who are Love Leia's that. adoptive parents. So, Leia, at the end of this episode, is a, obviously... Um, I'm going to say kidnapped after she was haphazardly chased through the bush. (laughs) Everyone loved that chase scene. No CGI though. And then Bales goes after or sends a message to Obi-Wan that he needs to come and help him out. And interesting enough, this entire thing was Reva's plan all along to pull Obi-Wan out of hiding. Crazy. So that was the end of episode two. Mm -hmm. And then in episode three, the most important part in my opinion, is that we get to see James Earl Jones return to voice Darth Vader. (laughs) Lovely. Simply lovely. And we also see at the beginning of the episode that Obi-Wan is trying to connect with Qui-Gon in his ship. So you can see that he's actually trying to use, I'm going to say, the Force to connect with Force Ghost. Yeah, he's going to start trying to use the Force again, or he kind of, he has no choice. No, he really doesn't. Like, because he, he used the force to save Leia when she was falling, and then after that, he opened himself back up to the force. And when he tried to save her, you could tell he was straining because he hadn't used the force in so long. So it was kind of that's one thing I liked about the episodes where you see him start gaining that back. And like near the end, we had like our old Clone Wars Obi Wan back, yeah. which was so lovely. I love that, and it's interesting too. It's kind of like a muscle. Like the more you use exactly, it, exactly, yeah, the, the use it or lose gets. it, exactly. <laughs> Go to the force gym. <laughs> That's called a therapist. <laughs> and in episode three, we're also, we see Vader again. Yes. In his uh, little tank. Crazy. His little terranium. <laughs> his little terranium. Oh my God. That's so funny. All right. So now we're on episode four, five, and six, which we didn't, we haven't discussed it at all. We took a, a little break from recording for the summer. Uh, okay. So episode four. I really liked how it started with them both healing in the back to tank and they're having visions at the same time. So we all know that. Okay, so yeah, after episode three, we all know that Vader let Obi-Wan go because he definitely could have just destroyed him. Like, I, I really think, because at this point, Obi-Wan left and he's has freaking fire burns all over him. And I'm sure that Vader's just like, yeah, you're going to feel what I felt, buddy. Like, you left me to die that was pure revenge. Absolutely, it was because he did. De- like, Vader could have just completely obliterated Obi-Wan and he did not. He let him go. Um, so after the back to tank, Obi-Wan hops out and he's just like, all right, someone very important to me has been taking. He's dead serious. He's like, we're going in there to save Leia. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, uh, <laughs> that whole part with Leia and Reva was just, anyway, okay, we'll, we'll get there. So Roken, the guy who is on Jabin, Jabim, he, he was married to a force sensitive and was taken away, who was taken away by the Inquisitors. So I want to know more about this guy's story. I have a feeling we're going to end up learning more about him and he's going to somehow play a bigger role later on in Star Wars. I agree. Or like even just a cartoon or something. Or he must have comics. I don't know. He's but... 50 Cent's son. 
In real life? I believe so. Well, obviously not in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in, the, Sorry, just in the Star Wars universe. 50, 50 Cent is canon in Star Wars. No, Steph, real life. I don't know, there could be a character named 50 Cent in Star Wars. <laughs> I would not put that past George Lucas. Oh, no, I lied to you. It's Ice Cubes. Well, that's even... That's, I was going to say, that's, that's even better. even cooler. <laughs> Ice Cube is Star Wars canon. <laughs> I did not know that. That's really cool. Uh, so Tala and Obi-Wan get ready to go to Tower Inquisitorius, which is so fun. Um, yeah, so Obi-Wan also was practicing force pulling because he needs to heal and he also needs to, uh, you know, make his force power stronger because he's going to need that. The- I have a question. Yeah. Do you think if he would have stayed in the back to tank longer that it would have helped his ability to use the force? Because, like, if everything is energy, like, the back-to-tank, like, heals you, right? Like, it heals your internal organs, your bones. So, if your body isn't using as much energy to heal, wouldn't it make it easier to use the Force? Probably, yeah. Like, I feel like the Force is more of a mental thing, but yeah, if your body is in better shape, your brain's a little bit happier, I would think. I don't, yeah, no, I think so. I think it would have made a difference, for sure. Because when I watched that, I was like, maybe if you would have just stayed in for another 20 minutes, OB. It's <laughs> <laughs> only 20 more minutes, man. Come on. Uh, Reva interrogating Leia. She asks how Obi Wan dies, or no? She did. She tells Obi Wan that. No, sorry. She tells oh my Leia, God. That, she tells Obi-Wan Leia that Obi Wan has died. Thank you. Words are so hard, and um, I don't understand why she's asking Leia all of these things. Like, why does she think that Leia knows all these answers? So what's interesting to me is that I kind of think that this was like a callback to Episode Four. Like when Darth Vader's like interrogating Princess yeah. Princess Leia, and you kind of like they don't. I'm not sure if George Lucas like intended for this to be what happened at the time, but now this is <laughs> no. This was all planned out. This is Corey. This is what's coming out. Yes, this was all planned. <laughs> so it kind of brings back that Princess Leia was like kind of using when she was being tortured by Darth Vader, like using the Force yes. to keep him out of her yeah. head. So I think that this was kind of like a callback. To it, I understand what you're saying. Why are you interrogating a, a little child? child? Like a child. But I think that that's kind of what they were trying to get at. Yeah. But I, like, I really like how Leia's being sassy and asking if it's a staring contest. So to me, though, that means that Reva knows that Leia's force sensitive. Like, if she cannot get into her mind, like, she must know Leia's force sensitive I at agree. this point. And she chooses not to tell Vader. And at this point, we don't realize that she's working against Vader. So you're kind of like, I remember like when we were first talking about, it, I was like, I don't think River's gonna get out of this series alive because she's doing too much shady shit. I don't think she's not following rules. And at this point, after watching this episode, I'm like, okay, she definitely dies because if she's keeping this from Vader, like, one hundred percent, I like, agree. Something's with you. gonna have to happen, right? Now we know what, why, but um, yeah. And I, what I really liked about this too is that it really proves how strong Leia is in the Force. Like she completely resists probing and. We've always been told through, like, throughout the like the, the sequels that Leia is extremely force sensitive. So it was kind of nice to see that, like, to see how strong she is in the force. I agree, and it shows that like um, she knows that like she has it. Like she doesn't know what it is. Yeah. But she knows that like she can use it to yeah, she's to so her cute. advantage. She does a little. She giggles. She's just like a little staring contest, all sassy. Love it. Love sassy Leia. Um, so we get to the Tower Inquisitorious, and I really like the, the TIE Fighters just hanging from the ceiling, like little bats. Like, they're just there everywhere. Uh, so Tala gets in. That whole scene had me, like, on edge. I was like, alright, like, just 
what had me on edge was how loud she was talking. Like, I understand it's a TV show, but she's like, I'm in set. <laughs> and, like, there's someone right next to her, and I'm like, tell a whisper. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, they're going to see you talking in that thing. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, so Ben swims underneath to get in, which is exactly... Like, this whole episode reminded me of Jedi Fallen Order. I was very excited. And I'm assuming that the security may have been heightened ever since Cal Kestis broke in, because Cal got in there by himself. Or maybe Cal's just a strong, independent man, and he just, <laughs> just gets right in there. Doesn't need anybody. Well done, Cal. Um, Reva getting onto Leia's level and telling that she had a droid that was taken from her too, like everyone else was kind of sad. Like, like she just started trying like to relate to her to get her to talk, and then she also says that she can save herself. Only Leia can save herself, and then all the others have abandoned her. Like you can like really see that like there's something. There's a lot more to Reva's story. and She's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to say that, but yep. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're a child and a bunch of people come and murder all of your friends in front of you, yeah. That's what happens. And then, and then you become essentially a serial killer? Yeah. 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 Like, she's got some demons. She don't, yeah. I feel bad for her. Me too. Um, so we have Obi-Wan walking through the Inquisitorious Tower. Stormtrooper banter makes me laugh so much. Like the one guy was like, this place gives me the creeps. And the other guy's like, hopefully we won't be stationed here for long. Like I'd love how they always like just pepper that in. And they it kind of humanizes like them. Exactly. Like this is their job. This is literally their job. Yeah. Um they're nine to five. <laughs> they're nine to five. <laughs> Uh, Only one uses the force to distract the troopers. Uh, yeah, so you know you talk about the little radio things. I have a question. Why do they not have mute buttons? Like why? Like she starts talking to him and he's like, oh shit! That like tries to hide it. Just mute it. Like wh- why would you not press mute when you're around other people? I know. Like that just seems. There's not a do not disturb. There's a lot of. Just not gonna end well. Someone's gonna say like R two. Remember in R two in Revenge of the Sith when he's like at the wall and all he hears like Obi wan yelling through R two and then that's how they find him. That's true. Like, we need a mute button. Like, when you're surrounded by bad guys. Maybe mute buttons is a canon. Like, if it hasn't been canon to this far, they can't add it. Like, we can't do that. It's not a thing. Sorry. Something. It wasn't a thing in the 70s. It's, it's not, not a, a thing, thing now. now. <laughs> um, yeah, so Reva goes to straight up torture Leia. Like, literally straps her into what looks like the same device that was used to torture Han in Empire. I was kind of like, what the fuck? Okay, calm down, little lady. Like, it's, it's a little bit extra, but it's okay. It's, 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 it shows, too, that, like, she, like, really doesn't care who she has to kill. No. Like, she's on her own little mission here. Again, like, Anakin. Like, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between her and Anakin. 100%. And it kind of shows she's probably done that before. Like, killed children and oh, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to see. Um, so we find out that the Inquisitorious Tower is a tomb. I was not expecting that at all when they start walking through that hallway and there's just little Jedi bodies everywhere. And like the youngling, I was like, what in the actual f***? That's dark. Like, Tara Sanube, one of the older Jedi who taught Ahsoka patience in an episode of Clone Wars and helped her find her sabers, was one of them. Um, yeah, I was shocked by that. Like, they, I really hope that at no point throughout any Star Wars content do we find out that those bodies were used for cloning. Like, if that ends up happening, I'm gonna be mad. Then, then we're doomed. Yeah, no, that, no. Like, just, oh, so mad. Like, that was just so messed up. I, I was so shocked. It's like trophy hunting. Like, disturbing. 
it's like they're kind of they do kind of remind me of serial killers i hate to say this like taking like tokens and mementos. yeah no literally and they have like upstairs in that one conference looking room they have like lightsabers and helmets and stuff like that so yeah they do take tokens they're like grievous but on steroids literally <laughs> like, at least grievous had a purpose for those lightsabers <laughs> yeah he used them to kill yeah. <laughs> he used them to get more lightsabers <laughs> what a genius um <laughs> Yeah, so then Tala gets cornered and she ends up saying the path is on Florum and she pretends that she's an undercover spy, which at this point I'm like, sorry, Tala, like if this actually works, I'm gonna, like, this is just ridiculous, but. It did. It, it did. <laughs> kind, kind of. Like, I feel like maybe if the alarm wasn't sounded at that exact point, maybe it wouldn't have happened. I don't know, though. But again, like, this is just people's nine to five. Like, if someone came into my job <laughs> that I really didn't like, and they were like, can I get in here? I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Darth Vader's gonna be pissed, but, like, when isn't he? Again, the Empire doesn't pay well, I would assume. So, oh, definitely. But no, everyone wants to work for the Empire. They get free food and lodgings. And I think they must pay well. Maybe they have, like, a benefit package or something. Maybe. Because that one guy left, uh... Yeah. To go to the Empire, so... Pension package? Something. Oh, ooh. I would be persuaded. <laughs> Do you have vision care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your dental coverage? I mean, she just about does. Dental plan. Oh, my God. So, Ben has kind of a Force Unleashed scene, like the video game, which I really liked, where he comes out and he just takes the troopers out in the dark and you just see the lightsaber. I thought that was so cool. And he did his little pose. We have Clone Wars. Obi-Wan back. And like that to me, when he does his little thing, I was just like, oh, he back. Look, look at him. Just look at him. It was so nice. He just sprinkles in the razzle-dazzle here. And yeah. <laughs> and then Ben having to force hold the window. And like the difference in his power till now is crazy. Like he, you can tell he's really just like, okay, no, like I need to do this. And like what, it, it's kind of nice that what brought him to the light was Leia. Like that was what made him realize who he was and... Yeah, just brought him back, and he he wants to he wants to make sure she lives, obviously. Um, oh my god, the fucking old trench coat trick. Oh my god. I was kind of like, uh, you had me kind of lost me with this. this. Is a little bit ridiculous, but I know. Like, there's some parts that I'm like, yes, and then there's some campy parts. Yeah. That just rubbed you the wrong way. Yes, <laughs> that this was... was definitely one of them. It was just the fact that the Inquisitors walked right by them yes like like maybe it's different for us though because we know humans only have two legs for the most part like most do but maybe in star wars because the aliens have multiple limbs they're like oh a trench coat with six pair of legs or two pair of legs it's fine yeah that's oh no wait no her legs weren't even down he was just like holding her i don't know she's just got some really bad lumbardosis spine looks like it that was or... just ridiculous that they walked by and again proves my point that they don't use the force enough in these shows like these people like how do you not feel that i don't understand uh, idiots but it's great it's okay because they got away the only person who died was wade rest in peace wade i'm really sorry that river threw a bomb at you r.i.p wade yeah and i was also kind of confused as why she waited so long to do something and then she turns around and it's just like it's okay guys tracker we're fine but, like, I have never seen Vader walk that fast in my life, ever in my life. But when he walks through that corridor to go at, to go at Reva, he, like, he is fucking furious. He is very angry. <laughs> Until she says there's a tracker on the droid. And he's like, oh, okay, uh, great. Yeah, you really had me in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what kills me 
about all of this is that at this point, Vader knows that he is who stabbed, or Vader knows that she is who stabbed the Grand Inquisitor. So like, he's just like literally humoring her, and she she thinks that she is super smart and is getting away with all this shit. But no, honey, like he knows because he's still alive. Darth Vader's like the original like Regina George, <laughs> like just like has all of these schemes and oh, drama, yeah. like all the big revelations. It's like a big spider web of all these different things. Good but. for him. I'm not gonna lie. Another thing, I like. I'm kind of tired of Star Wars using the same storyline. Like, I'm tired of the tracking device put on them, and then that's why the bad guys just happen to know where they're going. And like, Episode Five literally reminded me of the Last Jedi for that exact reason. Um, like, and even a lot of their formula for their shows are the exact same as well. Like, it's an older mentor who takes on a younger person without wanting to. Like, there was Anakin Ahsoka, Kanan and Ezra, Obi, Leia, Mandu, Grogu, and the Bad Batch. Like, all these shows, they kind of have the exact same formula of taking on a young person. I agree. And... This mentorship. Yeah, which is nice. And I guess it makes sense because a lot of them do have the force and, like, it's that, that whole thing. But, like, at the same time, it's like, do something different. And that's why I think Andor... Just to backtrack, I don't think Andor is going to do so well is because it's something completely... Like Mandalorian, like, well, minus the Mando Grogu thing. Like, it's something completely different from what we've seen, Yeah, you know? So I think that's why it's going to do... Like, one of the many reasons it's going to do so well. It's a but, whole new story. Not, not a new storyline, yeah. but it's a different perspective on the same universe. Yeah. We love to see it. Oh, yes. Okay, so... Episode 5. Um, we finally fucking got what we all wanted flashbacks and as soon as we got the flashbacks i was like no i don't want the flashbacks this is too sad (laughs) take it back take it back um but yeah like the first thing you see is anakin facing padme's apartment in coruscant like that's crazy that's so crazy and then he kills her yeah that's also crazy (laughs) (laughs) um this so this is before like the flashback is before attack of the clones because anakin still has his arm uh and his little Pad of one braid. Pad of one braid. Uh, you can also tell because Anakin is extremely rash and impulsive, and he's also not listening to Obi Wan throughout the entirety of his lessons. And we also know that some of the lessons he doesn't end up learning because he, yeah, anyways. he thinks he doesn't need them. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Vader makes Reva the Grand Inquisitor. That made me laugh so hard. She thinks she's getting this promotion, and again, the whole time Vader knows. Like, honey, I know, and she's so proud of herself. Oh, I feel bad. He played her. He played her. <laughs> uh, Mercy doesn't defeat the enemy master. Anakin says that while they're fighting. Obviously, the dark side is already there. Like, you're not supposed to be killing people. You're a Jedi, Anakin. Yeah, and his own master. Like, he genuinely contemplated that. I know. I would not be so chummy chummy with him after that, Obi-Wan. Maybe that should have been a, a big red <laughs> big flag. Big red flag. Obi-Wan's like, wait, wait. Wait. And then he's like, ah, that's just classic Annie. <laughs> Him and his murderous tendencies. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so I really like, in this episode too, we finally see Obi-Wan acting like the general he was during the Clone Wars. Like, he's rallying everyone, he's getting them all mentally ready, and he's just like, alright, like, to your battle stations, everyone, they're coming. So yeah, like I said, the episode reminded me a lot of Last Jedi. They flew to a base and were followed there, and now they have to fortify the place because the bad guys are going to come in. With their bigger and better ships exactly. and the man all dressed in black that's yeah. really strong in the force. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Kylo! <laughs> <laughs> Except this one, we have the OG thirst trap, which is... Obi? Which, Anakin? Hayden! 
Hayden is our... Yeah. Okay, yeah, but like, no. Vader does not look like that under the mask. No, but we know it's him. <laughs> oh, I have a, like a really quick side note funny story. So my brother and I, we went to go and see Florence the Machine. We took the GO train back mm-hmm. and Toronto was f***ing hot that day. It was like 33 degrees outside. It was disgusting. So I wore shorts and my tattoos, like... I was standing in the go train with my brother and I could see these two guys like whispering to each other and I just looked over and I was like you and I look and they're staring at my thigh and I'm like you better not be saying mean things about Kylo Ren <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no we love your Ahsoka tattoo and I'm like yes and you're like good I'm like and the Kylo one right guys and the Captain Rex one <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the I was like don't be saying mean things about Kylo <laughs> I'm going to have to fight you on this skull train. Where's my saber? <laughs> Such a nerd. Um, yeah, okay, so Lola is is her little tracker that turns her into her little asshole, apparently. And she's just in there fucking up the cables. Okay, if it's that easy to do, how many times have they been near R2? Like, how many times has the Emperor had, like, R2? Or, like, any sort of droid that they could have just, like, and put their little USB in and been like, you're evil now. That has actually never happened to R2-D2, I don't think. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But it could it easily could have, and clearly it's a possibility. Interesting. I never thought of that. Again, we need to be part of this marketing There's or the, the I, team maybe, for the Empire. I say maybe I, the IT department is new. <laughs> it's, in, it's in between the prequels <laughs> and the original trilogy. Oh, you know why they don't do it? Because they lost Reva. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, calm down. Um, well, Leia going in to fix the cables, like those Skywalker jeans, eh? They're just really good with mechanics at a young age. I was going to say, and Obi-Wan is just fine with this? Yeah, just, okay, bye. Baby, like, you're not a good babysitter. No, what if something catches on fire What if in she there? gets electrocuted? Exactly. No, not a good, uh, not a good idea. Um, the Inquisitor ship is so damn cool. Like, every time we see it, it just descends from the sky i'm like wow they have cool stuff they have way cooler stuff they have a big budget like yeah they have really nice flashy stuff but no brains apparently yeah no the it good stuff remind- has the brains i see the empire kind of reminds me of like the u.s army not that anyone <laughs> in the u.s army doesn't have brains but they have a lot of crazy equipment <laughs> like some they're like we have all of these fighter jets why do we what to look cool exactly to they're make the, cool movies they're the coolest like top gun <laughs> they're the coolest fastest jets ever but what are we using what do you know that i don't <laughs> probably lots oh but it God. reminds me of the empire because like why do you need that big cool ship to look cool <laughs> is that the most practical the empire's not practical they built three death stars <laughs> same thing over and over again if i keep doing the same thing it'll eventually work. eventually they will not remember oh my there's, god that there's the self-destruct button <laughs> why even make a self-destruct button just why why'd you keep doing that i don't know idiots <laughs> oh my god um Bale calls asking what's up, and to be honest, I don't blame him at all. Like, his daughter's been missing for how long now, and Obi-Wan is just... Probably not contacted him at no. all. So he sends a little voice message over. Um, so then, Tala explaining why she left the Empire so sad. Found it kind of funny that she drew the line at Force-killing sensitives, though. Like, everything else was okay, but as soon as they started killing fam- like Force-sensitives, she's like, oh, no, no, I can't do this no more. But everything else the Empire did was okay. Yeah. Like, I draw the line here. 
So like, when they killed regular people, you were okay with that? And war crimes. Yeah, and no, that's fine. That's fine. Destroying natural resources, all of these cool things. Enslaving people. It's, yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I do like her, though. And, of course, she had to fucking die because anyone who tries to redeem themselves in Star Wars dies. Um, source, source plot. Yeah, so then Reva comes down and we have the whole interaction with her and uh, Obi through the door where we find out that Reva was a youngling spared by Anakin. So that's how she knows that Anakin is Darth Vader. And so... She, can they, like, sense each other through the door? I think they're just talking through the door. Okay, because so I was say, like, how could she not sense him earlier as soon as she went on Tatooine then? If she's like, oh, there he is. I don't know, maybe they're just talking through the door. They can somehow talk through this impenetrable door. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're using the force. I don't know. Great question, though. Um, yeah, I thought this was kind of cool that she wants Vader dead and she doesn't work for him. And she also is very angry with Obi-Wan because he did not stop his paddle on. So I thought that was kind of a cool reveal because, again, in my opinion, watching the show, I was like, she has to die at the end. Like, there's no way. Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. But now, she doesn't have to die. She can just... Be on her own side mission, trying to kill Vader. Which is very ambitious. And, like, she's playing the long game. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But also, she killed a lot of people. She did. She did. (laughs) (laughs) And mercilessly Lily. Yeah. (laughs) That's a hard word. She has no chill. Um, she doesn't want to join Obi-Wan which is kind of shitty and then she breaks through the door and we again get to see some Clone Wars style Obi-Wan fighting which I loved he's just right back in there doing his thing um, I don't really understand why Reva wouldn't join him and also the fact that Reva okay another side note Reva and Obi-Wan are literally having this fucking conversation with a bunch of bad guy like a bunch of people on Vader's side just standing right there like listening Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they didn't hear her, but like you think I wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying these things in front of all my. Well, if you can hear through one door, you could probably hear through the other door. I would think so. I don't know. Um, Tala and the droids sacrificing themselves made me really sad because, like, I, again, I get so sad when the droids die. I know, like and when K two S O died in Rogue that was One, the worst. That, that was the was absolute worst. Th- cried, bawled yeah. my eyes out in the theater. Yeah. Um, this, I, like, I knew that Tala had to die. Yeah. But, like, the droid? Come on. <laughs> At least spare the droid. Yes. She dies while saying, may the force be with you. So sad. Uh, the flashback of Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting, and then Obi-Wan goes down on one knee. is the same as when Luke attacks Vader in Return of the Jedi. Interesting. The choreography is also the same as in Revenge of the Sith, which I loved. Like, when they do the little, like, the high hits there. That must have been fun to practice. Oh. Just so great. So we end up at this point, Obi-Wan is just like, okay, Vader, Obi-Wan knows that Vader expects him to go along. Like he, like Obi-Wan knows that Vader knows how he works kind of thing. And then again, we get in a flashback, your need for victory, Anakin, it blinds you. I love the back and forth in the vision and the lesson Obi-Wan is trying to teach Anakin. And I also miss Hayden's smile. That was so nice to see. He's so cute he's just such a lovely human being good old canadian i was just about to say and he lives in ontario on a farm i want to go to his farm (laughs) me too let's just show up hey man (laughs) can you do a podcast you'd be like who the fuck are you (laughs) (laughs) i tell you guys every single day (laughs) get off my lawn see you tomorrow Um, it was just so nice seeing him smile. Like, I'm really happy that we got that flashback with him. Like, we, we, we needed that. And 
people freaking out about them not using CGI to make them look younger. Like, honestly, just stop. <laughs> Why are you complaining about that? They hate the CGI. And, but then they want the CGI. But they then, didn't get the flashbacks, but they wanted the flashbacks, and they got the flashbacks, and it wasn't the it just wasn't the way they wanted it. You can't win. You're never no, going to You literally win. cannot. And I feel like there are just people who genuinely want to be angry. Like, just genuinely go out of their way to want to be angry. And they're just going to take it out on fans who enjoy what they're watching. <laughs> like, I tweeted about how much I'm liking the Lord of the Rings show right now. And I had this one guy comment about how Amazon, or about how I just went and did, like, Amazon's marketing talking points. And I was like, sure, friend. <laughs> sure, go be miserable somewhere else. <laughs> like, You're like, okay. And it made me happy while I was doing it. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me, sir? Get a life. Uh, oh my god. Vader force pulling that ship was one of the coolest things I have seen in Star Wars in a long time. Like, that's one thing I want way more of is, the, like, the use of the force. I find, Like, I love seeing a badass lightsaber battle. Like, I love seeing the lightsabers. But I want more force shit like that. Like, that was so cool. And it's happened a few times in Star Wars already. Like, it happened in Starkiller. The gate where Starkiller pull down um, a whole fucking Star Destroyer, which is the coolest thing ever. Um, Ahsoka did it too in Clone Wars, but it was really cool to see that actually happen on screen. Yes, I, I to see like how like strong people can be. Yes, yeah, yeah. and especially Vader. Like, and then he not only pulls the ship from the sky, but then like rips the whole side off of it while the other ship gets the away. Russian doll ship. Yeah, there yeah. was a ship inside of a ship. Shipception. Shipception. Say that five times fast. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, we try. Um, uh, Red Light trying to fight Vader was also a parallel of his fight with Obi-Wan in the flashbacks and I also think it was super ballsy of her just thinking that Vader would not sense her coming up behind him like come on honey like you you were really desperate like you just I don't don't know she wasn't thinking she was cocky yeah she just and the fact like how demeaning is it like vader i honestly think vader did this on purpose like he didn't even bother pulling out his lightsaber like he he's just like i don't need this to fight you like like how demeaning do you think that would be like her going all fucking in and he's just kind of looking at her like you're a fly like get away from me yeah and then him grabbing her lightsaber snapping it and then having a double-bladed saber i was like oh imagine that's you oh okay vader i'd be like that was a test, and you, and you passed. passed. <laughs> You're still on the ball, Vader. You got. You still got it. You still got it, eh? Who would have thought after all these years? Thank you. I'll just be taking my sabers back. <laughs> Bye. Um, okay, so sorry. We all thought for half a minute there that Vader was gonna pull the old Count Dooku move and just chop her head off, right? Like we we all thought that. Yeah. Like, okay. That's. I think that's the only way that you can actually legitimately die in Star Wars. Get your head cut off. Yeah, yeah, because being cut in half doesn't happen. Like no, nothing. No. Being stabbed in the stomach. Everyone. Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. He's the only person that's that's like dead, dead. Yeah. Could you like he's probably watched like, just watching from like as his little force ghost man. He's like, how come everybody else who gets stabbed lives? Someone explain, or please. Or maybe he's like, fuck that mess. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy here. <laughs> I am one with the force. Wow, oh. everybody was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. Oh. Can you, like, imagine how Qui- I've, I've talked about this multiple times, just how Qui-Gon feels, like, seeing Anakin and what happened to Anakin, and he's just like, oh, oops. <laughs> Control Z. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I definitely thought he was going to kill her, like, Dooku. He didn't. He just stabs her, and she fell. And we know she's going to come back. 
like oh, the, yeah. the moment that she di- like dies air quotes dies she like just that falls over um and then the grand inquisitor walks out and has like a an annoying monologue he likes hearing himself talk that man i think but yeah obviously we all knew he wasn't dead and that must have been really shitty for her to look up and see him there and just been like oh oops um i have been bamboozled i've been bamboozled. <laughs> i didn't play i thought i was the player <laughs> Hey. She's like, I don't I know. She thought she was the fucking coach, but she was the one who yeah. played. She's like, Vader, that was another test, and you've passed again. <laughs> With flying colors. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. so then Reva hears Bale's message about the kids on Tatooine. So she knows that Vader has children. She knows where they are. Like, first of all, first of all, this is my first complaint about this. Bale are gonna why in the fuck are you as the leader of a secret rebellion saying the exact name of the planet where one of them is being kept like i don't know why that they, they don't have passcodes or like delete after one self-destruct view. or some shit like exactly but like first of all Bale, why are you even saying any of these things you're literally the secret organizer of a whole rebellion pop. yeah like, like come on move. you you know better like you know way better than that like i thought that was kind of weird to have and then why couldn't obi-wan have just deleted the message i don't or know. destroyed it like do you didn't need to keep that you could have just kept been like oh person. okay person like and then like broke it i don't i don't that's the only thing i don't get um overall like I, I enjoyed this episode the flashbacks were really done my really well done in my opinion um seeing the past versions of obi and anakin and comparing them to how they are now today was like sad it was sad. It was, but it was also... We all wanted that. Um, and this episode, like, I felt like we actually saw Vader. Like, we actually got to see the might of Vader. Vader. I feel like it's, like, we kind of... The first time we really see that is in, like, um, well, Rebels kind of... But, like, mm-hmm. Rogue One yes, is, like, yeah. at the end. The and then you see it in this one. Yeah. Vader really destroying everything and how strong he is. It's scary. But it's also fantastic. It is fantastic. <laughs> it's like you want more Vader, but the entire like series is about Darth Vader. Yeah. But also, he's such a cool character that you want more. Exactly. I know. And like before, people were like, "I want just a Vader series, or I want just an Anakin series." And I was like, "Oh, we don't really need that. Like, we have Clone Wars, we have this." But now I'm like, "No, I want it. I want it. Though. I want it. I also just want to see more of Hayden in Star Wars because that man still deserves to be treated kindly by fans." Agreed. Um. Yeah, so episode six, the final episode. Um, so it arrives with Reva, or, or it arrives. It starts with Reva on Tatooine. Looking Who's at for, full oh. powers somehow. Yeah, she's just, well, she's kind of like staggering around. But I mean, at the same time, you're like, honey. You've been stabbed. I don't get it. But, so she's looking for Owen. And it's actually insane that she knows that Vader has children. And like, again, like that, that to me is just wild. Like how many people actually know that? Like, not a lot. Could you imagine you're her? Like, in the span of, like, two minutes, your entire world has just been turned rocked. upside down. Just rocked. And, like, I find it hilarious that she wants to go and kill Luke. Do you think Vader gives a f- Yeah. Like, wh- he does, first of all, he doesn't even know that this kid exists. Yeah. Second of all... What are you going to do? Like, kill him, bring him to Vader, be like, I'm sorry. He'd be like, thank you. You did a chore for me. No, I, didn't exactly. even know, I like, didn't even know I needed to do. So what is her game plan here? Is she going to hold him hostage? Like, I don't understand. But I she goes to it. try and kill him and she can't. Maybe it's to like, draw out Obi-Wan. So she can kill Obi-Wan. Yeah, but like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't understand what the purpose of going after Luke is right now. I really don't. Um, 
the star the scene where the star destroyer is following them on their little ship and shooting at them that like i was like oh this is star wars like this reminds me of a star wars movie so much um and then luke and owen in the shop reminded me so much of anakin and Wad- oh, wado's can't say his name right now shop wow <laughs> it, was, it was fun to see luke and owen just interacting with each other because like all we see is whiny luke when he's older interacting with owen but it was cute to see like this younger luke like talking to Owen. who's not and... so whiny exactly crazy that he grew up to whine but that's fine um leia is i love leia walking around trying to use lola to cheer everybody up like that's her future general right there like just trying to keep everybody in good spirits and just she's so cute like just so cute um obi-wan and roken talk about how obi-wan's gonna go to see vader because he knows that's what vader wants and like vader's just like he obi-wan knows that vader knows that obi-wan's not gonna let anybody else get hurt because of him um yeah, and he says he says to Roken, "You've spent ten years protecting the Jedi. Let me return the favor." Like to me, like I don't, I feel like Roken is going to end up being a rebellion leader at some point, and I, I feel like we'll see him in a future show. Like he just because he seems like he's a pretty important character. It would be cool if he was an Endor. Yeah, it would actually. That'd be very cool. Maybe he will be. Uh, I love when Obi Wan looks at Leia and tells her that she is the future. Right, she is. <laughs> <laughs> imagine she's just like you bet your sweet ass <laughs> someone sassy uh, I love when Owen and Baru so Owen finds out that there's the Inquisitor there looking for him or looking for Luke so the, him and Baru get ready and I love I love 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 when Baru asks Owen whose fault it is that Ben is gone and I'm just like hey I like her already <laughs> she seems cool and then I like how she also says that she believes her and Owen are enough with guns. She's just like, yeah, no, we're good. We're, we're, we're going to do this. Like, yeah, I want more of Brew the Badass. That's I pretty know. dope. And they've got so many guns. I know. Been, She's ready. They were ready. She was hoping this would happen. Loki. <laughs> She's just like, let me at them. Um, Obi-Wan giving Leia a belt for a blaster was so sweet. And I really, what I really, really like about this show too is it's completely changed the way I view Ben Solo's name now. Because remember, how I would complain about that, but like yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Like they don't even like why? Why would she even name him Ben? Like I understand her dad was close to Obi Wan, but no, like no, this completely changes everything for me. Star Wars does a good job of that, where like you you like you ask a question and then like a couple years later they get so we much like fan answer feedback. Your question. They're like, hey, we're gonna. Just- casually answer this question and make it better than you could have possibly imagined yeah. <laughs> it just it's so sweet um so then we have obi-wan talking to qui-gon on his way down saying that if it ends today whether he dies or vader dies which is an absolute obi-wan are you a sith my friend <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like the, the completely different obi-wan right now like he went from not using the force and not being hopeful at all to now using the force to now just being like Reckless. no yeah he dies and i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> you say so um oh and i love this as well so the grand inquisitor wanted to follow the ship and not obi-wan but vader said no he is going down for Obi-Wan. And this reminded me so much of General Hux telling Kylo that they have the chance to completely wipe out the rebellion. And Kylo's like, no, no, I want Luke only. Like, these Skywalker men are blinded by their anger. I was just gonna say, it's in the genes. Like, my lord. Like, Kylo wanted to be Vader so bad, and he was pretty damn close. (laughs) (sighs) 
I also love that Obi-Wan has Lola with him. Just, like, for moral support. Um, it's, a, it's like his emotional support droid. I love that for him. He needs he needs the support right now. Uh, Vader's ship is so cool. Like, I love his shuttle so much. All right, and then we have <laughs> Vader and Anakin. Or Vader and Anakin. Vader and Obi-Wan, when they meet. Have you come to destroy me, Obi-Wan? I will do what I must. Then you will die. All right, boys. <laughs> calm right. down here. We're, we're not over Mustafar yet. Like, calm down. It's been 10 years. Like, I'm you, still sad. You're, obs- you're, obs- you're still upset that like I cut your arms and your legs off and left you to <sighs> burn to a crisp? <laughs> then you will die. Okay. And then again, we get f-ing Clone Wars stance, Obi-Wan. I love it. I love that so much. And I, I loved the visuals in this scene. Like, them fighting, the reflection off of Vader's mask was so cool. Like, the sabers, like, the lights, like, the the different colors. I, I, I absolutely love that. Um, and then again, we see some really cool use of the Force in this episode with Vader breaking the fucking ground and just Force pulling all these rocks up. Like, that was just nuts. Or sorry, he broke the ground and then buried Obi-Wan Literally. in the, wa- the rocks. So one thing I find really interesting about Vader as well, like even how I was talking about the fight with him and Reva, how he didn't really do all that much. Like he lacks a lot of physical strength because he is a robot. So he, there's certain things that he can't do. Like he can't lift his arms super high. Like yeah, like mobility. It. Yeah. Like his, I've noticed that too. Like he always, this is going to sound so like cheesy, but like he's very robotic in his movements. No, he lacks he, yeah. range of motion. Exactly. And, yeah. Physical strength. Like he's exactly. strong, like, but yeah like he make like his the what he lacks in physical strength he makes up for in the force which i love i think that's why one, he's one of like the best characters because he's so f- strong in the force and he always says you have failed master as he buries obi-wan under the rocks like the fact that he still referred to him as master like okay you know that like anakin's he's like there. he's there yeah. but the fact that anakin too is like kind of turning away and just kind of letting dirt like vader take over like that is a pissed off human being yeah it's droid sad. cyborg it's so thing sad. now um and obi-wan I, like it looked like he was gonna give up and he was just like there's not much he can do and then all of a sudden he starts thinking about leia and luke and what his purpose is and he just force pushes himself out of there literally and at the same time, we also have Owen fighting Reva right now. Uh, so that was interesting to me. Like, I don't really understand how she can possibly fight when she's been stabbed. But there are a lot of things about Star Wars I don't understand. So sometimes I just, it's not, there's no use of, like, trying to dig into it. Because... I know, we try to make sense of a universe that has, like, that is not supposed, not that it's not supposed to make sense, but... It's fictional, first it's of fictional. all. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, like, and I think a lot of people are, not people, a lot of the characters are motivated by emotions. So yes, you're yeah. kind of supposed to forget that she's been stabbed with a yeah. literal saber. And she's using her hatred right now to fuel her to stay alive, which is, like, again, Darth Maul. Yeah. The only reason Darth Maul stayed alive was because he used his hatred and the dark side of the Force, so. And it was because he hated Obi-Wan so much, and yeah. so many people hate Obi-Wan. Yeah, poor, he's such a good guy. I know. Leave Obi-Wan alone. Um, so you know how Obi-Wan uses the forest to lift all the rocks up? That reminded me so much of Voldemort in the fifth Harry Potter movie when he like lifts his arms up and then goes like this. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is some magic. Give me more of the force, please. That's awesome. Um, and then Obi-Wan fucks up Vader's breathing apparatus on his helmet and we get the same scene that we got in Rebels. I was not okay i was very upset and very sad and 
that, that was that was rough to watch that was so fucking sad um what i found was interesting was in rebels ahsoka destroys the right side of vader's helmet and in this show obi-wan destroys the left side oh. of his helmet and um, luke was able to remove his whole helmet in the end so like we're just seeing like this progressively yeah um also, Vader Obi Wan was using more of an aggressive fighting style versus his usual defensive fighting style, which like I found that really interesting. Like this, like this seems like a whole different version right now of Obi Wan. Like he's angry and he's he's acting rash. Like he's not he's not thinking like Obi Wan right no. now. I don't think he's very angry at what his Padawan has become. I kind of think that like Jedi Obi Wan is like dead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this then, is a different Obi Wan right yeah. now for sure. This is an Obi Wan who's trying to find himself and who he wants to be. And like we like we were saying too, like in the span of six episodes, he's transitioned so much from being this monotonous mm-hmm. person, like daily monotonous man, and then he kind of starts using the Force, and then he gets really strong again. Not really strong, but like stronger in the Force. And you kind of have to remember too that this like transpired in a quick amount of time yeah, because it's like yeah. when. Leia was kidnapped to when she was returned. Like, that's what, like, a couple of days? Yeah, I would think. <laughs> um, also, the way we see the color in Anakin's eyes change, that was really sad. Um, and he says, I am not your failure. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. And mm-hmm. then he smiles, and his eyes go back to yellow. That was rough. I hated, like, that was just, that was so rough to watch. Um, I hated Anakin is gone. I am all... Oh, I am all what remains. And I'm like, damn. That's so sad. But, like, he says that, though. But you know Anakin's in there still fighting. Like, Mm -hmm. if he wasn't in there, he would not have said any of that. Like, he would not have told Obi-Wan that he did not fail and it was he didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. And he wouldn't be so motivated to kill Obi-Wan. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. We'll get the rebels. Exactly. And, like, seeing Obi-Wan cry was so rough. Like, that was such a sad scene. Like, just brutal. I didn't really understand why Obi-Wan just kind of left him. Like, he's just like, okay, bye. Like, yeah, Obi-Wan he... essentially, like, he got what he wanted. Like, he got, like, I think he wanted to hear so badly that it wasn't his fault. And then when he heard that, it kind of gave him peace of mind. And then he's just like, okay, bye. But you left him for dead again. And you, like, the last time you did this, this happened. This I whole... honestly, like, I, I think Obi-Wan Conundrum. knew that he was going to be fine. So, like, in my mind, I'm just like, okay, but now you know that this mass murderer who is like destroying the galaxy a war criminal is a lot like you you were leaving him there alive like i didn't understand that at all like you're just like oh okay yeah no it's fine bye continue continue on your merry way but like that didn't really make any sense to me at all but besides that that whole scene was really well done and i thought like it was very very heartbreaking to watch um and then we have back to reva she can't kill luke and she realized she was becoming someone who she hates. I don't know why it took her this long to find that out. Like, it took her literally standing over the kid about to kill him to be like, oh, maybe I actually shouldn't do this. Like, I, I didn't really get that bit, but... And again, like, she's so motivated right now to do anything to get back at Vader that she's going to kill this kid that Vader doesn't even know exists. Like, I don't... I, I just... that I don't understand that part at all. Yeah, me neither. And she's had, like, no problem killing people up until now. And, yeah. like... Maybe it's because she can sense that, like, Luke is a Force-sensitive child, but she's probably killed... Yeah, exactly. ...them before. Yeah. I don't want to, like... Well, she has. Like, they have all the little panels downstairs. True. Oh, yeah. And, like, all the little... memorium. Yeah, so I... uh, Not memorium, sorry. Well, I guess she wouldn't have killed... 
like a young lean that had the same outfit as her because she was a young lean at that <laughs> the time. same outfit as her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Timeline wise, that doesn't make sense. But I'm sure she has killed other force sensitive later on in kids. Because that's the whole fucking point of the Inquisitors is to find force sensitive children. Like, yeah. I don't know if they all get killed. We don't know that, but insane. Um, but you, yeah, so Reva, Reva starts crying because she realizes she's becoming who she hates and she cries about not saving the younglings and she's upset about that. So she, we can kind of see her turning towards the light now. I don't like, I don't even know. I don't even say that she turns towards the light. I just feel like she's kind of leaving the dark behind. Like, I feel like in Star Wars, when people talk about that, like you're either light or you're dark, but I feel like she's just right she's now. Like she's gray. lost right now. Yeah. Like she's just doesn't want to kill people. And, but it's nice both her and Obi-Wan believe that they're free. Like Reva needed to be free of her pain and she's now okay. Like she's gone through all that. She's, not, she's definitely not okay. Um, and Obi-Wan needed to hear that he didn't kill Anakin. Yeah. So There's lots of closure. There is, yeah. And then we find out. Or then we get to see Palpatine. That was so cool. I love that Palpatine was in this show. Like I was kind of hoping for it, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. But... We now know that probes are searching the galaxy to find Obi-Wan. Good use of probes. We always complain about that they don't use their probes properly, and here we go. Well done. Well done, Palpatine. Um, I like how Palpatine calls him out and says, maybe seeing Kenobi has blinded you, and he's just like, Kenobi means nothing. I only serve you, master. Like, Palpatine straight up hates how Vader is so swayed by Obi-Wan. Like, he tries so hard just to... And Palpatine, like, does what he can to make sure that Darth Vader's like angry all of yeah. the time and in pain. Yeah, the Imperial March starts playing too. That was just so cool. I loved that. Um, and then we get to see little Leia all happy, and it's so cute that she's wearing her little blaster and her gloves that Obi Wan gave her. Or and by blaster, I mean blaster belt. She's a child. She does not have a blaster yet. Um, but it was nice. Like that whole exchange was really cute, and you can just see how proud Leia is that she makes Obi Wan smile and laugh, and like she's just all excited and cute and happy. And uh, I just, I did not expect this series to be mainly based around Leia at all. I thought it was all going to be Luke focused, and I'm really personally, I'm really happy it wasn't. I loved that it was all Leia focused. Agreed. Like I thought that was very cool. Um, Obi Wan decides to leave his cave. And to go visit Lukey Luke. He meets Luke and says to Owen, you're right. He just needs to be a boy. The future will take care of itself. He also drops his famous trademark. He says the line. Hello there. To Luke. And then he gives Luke his little shuttle toy. And yeah, like Obi-Wan right now, I love seeing how happy he is. Like it reminds me of him in the, like the, uh, the prequels, like just seeing, well, before like, obviously the clone wars and stuff like that but you see like a happier obi-wan that we used to see and obi-wan in the originals as well like he was just kind of like a happy old man agreed and that toy that he gives luke is the toy that luke is playing with in episode yeah. four correct yeah Love which that. was really really nice to see as well and we got fucking qui-gon force ghost i told you guys i told you i knew it was gonna happen i knew it and you know what it was funny to watch that episode because i'm like okay boys last chance like this is the last chance for this to happen and it's literally right at the end of the episode, so at that point I had given up hope that Qui-Gon was going to make an appearance. Like, yeah. I thought we would at least get his voice, but no, we get a... We get a full-on Liam Neeson. We got Liam Neeson! <laughs> what do you think Qui-Gon meant by, we've got a ways to go, just by... Training. Training. Like, a lot of force. training, yeah. And, like, again, like, he told him, like, he's like, what took you so long? Yeah. Like, what took you so long to get here? So I do think that it was... 
the reason Qui-Gon wasn't showing himself to Obi-Wan was because Obi-Wan was so withdrawn from the Force and so lost from everything and so sad and so angry and he finally got out of that and that's why Qui-Gon was like, hey, I'm here. Like, where the fuck have you been? But, yeah. And then they walk off into Beggar's Canyon, which was just so nice. So nice. Um, So they're talking about a possible season two. I hope we get a season two and I hope that it's all about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. I agree. Like, I hope, it, I hope we get to see the training. Like, obviously, with, like, a few side missions would be cool, like, to try and rescue people and stuff like that. But I would really, really like it to be focused more on Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I think that would be super interesting. I um, agree. That would be awesome. Yeah. I like the series overall. I know a lot of people have different opinions on it. But overall, I, I personally really, really enjoyed it. Overall, it was good. There was some points out, like, that are too campy or too cheesy, but that is Star Wars That's and that also is Disney. Star Wars. I know every single time I'm like, that was weird. I'm like, yeah, but it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> like even watching the original trilogies, you're like, ah, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Oh my God. So many times. And the lines, some of the lines that they say to you, I'm just like, oh, cringe. But that's what we signed up for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I, like I, I, I really enjoyed it overall, but I'm, I'm happy with it. And that concludes this week's episode of Batu Banter. I'm Corey. And I'm Steph. As always, thanks for listening. Whoop, whoop.